0: Good to be back. This is your host, lawyer Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, K News 98.5, and we are speaking today with election lawyer Chuck Bell. We've been talking in the last segment about independent redistricting commissions, about the way in which the Fair Map Act applies to supervisorial districts, and even still applies after a settlement of a lawsuit. One of the things that surprised me because a number of the people in the new majority of the Board of Supervisors had railed against the last map and suggested that there should be an independent redistricting commission set up for the county. I haven't heard anything about the new majority or the new minority getting together to uh, adopt an independent redistricting commission for the county of San Luis Obispo. And, And here's my question. It's almost two years till the next supervisorial district election. Would it be possible for the board of supervisors of San Luis Obispo County now that they've gotten into this fracas about redistricting to set up an independent citizens redistricting commission for the county, and have it draw the di- district lines before the next election.
1: Well, it's a it's a very interesting question, and I think the uh, timing is always a problem when you're talking about redistricting and elections. The board, there's the question. First question is, you know, could the board do this mm-hmm. by ordinance without? going to the ballot. Uh, And I think the answer to that is they probably could. Would that ordinance or could that ordinance be subject to a referendum if there were objection to it? Yes, I think it could. Uh, If they don't have to go to the ballot uh, and could put it in place, uh, then presumably they could order the lines be drawn in time for the filing schedules for the 24 election. Uh, and this year, in 2024 20, election, we have the, uh, a, a new fact about timing, which is that the legislature moved the uh, primary from June, its traditional date, to March. Again. Because we have <laughs> a presidential election in 2024. Uh, so, uh, the filing deadlines for people who want to run for that office uh, began to fall uh, uh, before the end of this year. In the December. The end of December yeah. in, in 2023, this year. Right. And knowing the lines that the district would, dis- uh, the, what the districts are so that candidates could decide whether they wanted to run or not would have to be known even before that. So I think the problem for that approach for this cycle is if it could be done, uh, how could that be organized quickly enough to make that happen? And uh, so I would think it's unlikely that, that it could be done for uh, the 2024 20, elections. Could it be done later in the decade Uh, There's some question about whether a a once-a-decade rule applies. Clearly, it applies to redistricting done by boards of supervisors, and uh, Uh, whether
0: it applies to a newly set up redistricting commission. That's correct, and it
1: it could Uh whether the local ordinance was adopted allowed for that. uh, I think would depend on what the. Uh, The state law says about that, too, and its application to general law counties, of which San Luis Obispo is one. And you caught me with a question I don't know the answer to, whether the the, uh, state law in that regard, which is in the same uh, division of the election code as uh, the uh, Fair Maps Act, says once a decade only. For our listeners,
0: listeners, that's the sign of an honest lawyer is when they tell you, I don't know.
1: And I know this from experience. (laughs) I will say this. uh, At the state level back in the 1980s, there was an attempt to pass an initiative, the Sebastiani Initiative, to redistrict uh, in the middle of the decade. The state constitution had a provision that said once a decade— and the Supreme Court ruled that... Once a decade you know, means once a once decade. Once a decade means once
0: a decade. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that is uh, fascinating. Uh, now, if the public wants to have their input on the redistricting that the Board of Supervisors is most likely to push through,
1: uh, what do you advise them to do? Well, I think they need to look at the maps in question... Uh, determine whether they have any objections to them. I think there are some uh, problems with the old maps that were basically drawn in 2011, and which the three maps that the, are mentioned in the settlement agreement and are on the agenda for the April 18th meeting uh, basically are, you know, tweaks of the 2011 maps. Those were written. Uh, those maps were drawn before the Fair Maps Act was adopted with the criteria that it has. And I think there's an, a, another interesting question that was posed by the lawsuit this go-round that was settled uh, uh, just, just recently, and that is if you go from maps that were adopted without considering political data which the state redistricting commission, and all of the redistricting commissions of which I'm aware are uh, forbidden to consider consider that. Now, the judge in the the case said she believed there was a probability that the petitioners would prevail on the merits of their claim that the real defect of the 2021 maps here was failure to comply with or consider political data. Do you have to go back and consider political data? And do you, is there a catch 22 there for you if you consider it and you claim that there's no going back to old maps, isn't kind of going back to a politically advantageous set of circumstances affecting the new maps?
0: Uh, that's uh, great advice, and uh, thank you. This- This is Stu Jenkins. We've been talking with election lawyer Chuck Bell, who's been telling us all about his history in this county and redistricting. Thanks for listening.
1: For more information on slow county public policy and the law, visit our website, knews985.com.